I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Awesomes, welcome back to Awesome Today. I'm your host, Meg Teets, and I'm joined today by my husband. Neighbor, disgruntled Daryl. <laughs> disgruntled Daryl. We've had some interesting off-mic conversations. You and disgruntled Daryl have? He, well, he told me that you were disgruntling, and I don't question Daryl. He's never lied to me once. Okay. For those of you who are new to Awesome Today, and this is your very first episode, I'm joined Well, in- one, we're sorry. If this is your first exposure ever to the mother channel of Awesome Today, or Awesome, sort of Awesome Media, and you just stumbled into Awesome Today, yeah, we're sorry. I don't think apologies are necessary. That's not okay. what your text messages to people show. Um, this is my husband, Kyle, and... The one who is apologized for regularly. Yeah. That's who I am. Did you turn the heater on before we started recording? Evidently. My ankles are sweating. It's very inappropriate for a Elizabethan period woman. Yeah. We're sitting right in the path of a heater vent, and it's hot already. take okay. some clothes off. Oh, my. Can you hear it on the mic? Yeah. It's sexy, right? Yes. Everybody is calling their friends. you got to tune in now. Because it's live Because it's live. <laughs> There's no replaying it. <laughs> I have a conversation the other day. Oh. I'm just okay. going to leap out towards this because it brought it to mind. I was having a conversation with somebody who's a dear friend of mine. And by no means have I, am I making fun of this person. He had just he's, – he's an older guy. He has never – he doesn't know anything about the podcast world, but he knows you're a podcaster. Mm-hmm. And – you know, it's funny how many how many conversations we might have where it's not that we pretend we know a thing, but we just don't ask a question out of fear of looking like an idiot. For sure, yes. It had to have been like in our relationship since he's known you were a podcaster, maybe our 20th conversation. Yeah. And he started asking questions, which made it 
it made it obvious to me that he imagined <clears throat> that it was some form of radio broadcast. Oh, okay, sure. Which is only funny and not haha funny, but funny yeah. when you know what it is. For sure. It, it was it was so foreign and strange to me, just even with my explanation. And I'm a pretty good mansplainer. <laughs> even I just, to other men? Especially to other men. It just didn't <laughs> register. I'm sure it'll come up again. That's cute. He's probably not the only person who no, fair, does true, still yeah. think that podcasts are more like radio. What is this newfangled thing? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um. So here we are. We're we're into the thick of January. Thick of it. We're doing our. We're doing our business. thickness. <laughs> you got some nice thickness going on. Is that what we say? Is that what you say? Yeah. Awesome. Th- awesome thickness. <laughs> okay. It's good. Somebody's got to do it. So let's do our usual. You know, we changed up the format last week, and nobody said a word. Do you think we anybody went, even cares? I don't. I'm not sure anybody listened. I don't know how it works. Okay. And once we've made the radio broadcast, <laughs> I don't know what happens to all the bits and bites. I don't know. Yeah. You want to go backwards again? No. Let's. I like. I like watch, read, listen lifestyle. Okay. I don't know how to pronounce it backwards. Yeah. It's something doesn't have quite instead of whirlalol. Yes. The same zest and appeal. Zest. Everybody. Needs some zest. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not just the bar soap. Oh my gosh, I haven't thought about zest bar soap in a mm. long time. You know what my memories of zest are? What? When I was when I was a baby infant boy in high school. Yeah. Um, and we would have our our inter squad scrimmage for football at the mm-hmm. beginning of a season. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you couldn't charge the fans, which were only the parents. It was a small town. Yeah. Nobody else gave a crap. You didn't charge them money. You also had no money in your budget in your program, and so it was the soap and towel scrimmage. And oh. so your cost, your your price of admission was oh, to no. bring a bar of soap or oh, a sad. towel, and that's how you got in. And that's what we would use to wash our filthy after game oh, bodies. Oh my god! Was those things? And yes, people, somebody very generous would bring in a four pack of zest. Yes. Okay. First of all, that's really sad. Secondly, <laughs> it is. I know. Does... I'm crying a little inside right now. <laughs> Now, listen, you still can't make me laugh. I have to be laughless or I will be costful. It's not possible. <clears throat> um, You're creating your own editing problem. I'm not editing that out. <laughs> Fair enough. I remember as a child, first of all, my... You took a shower with a football player. No, what? I just am trying to put How together... Dear. I didn't say anybody touched anybody. Oh my gosh. That is how internet rumors get started. That's how you get preggers. Okay. When I was a child, mm-hmm. my parents, well, in this. They bought a block of zest for the no, towel and soap scrimmage. They, if you'll let me tell my story, I'm you'll, trying. you'll see that they never did. My parents were. Oh, they were football haters. No, they were convinced that Dial Soap, mm, because yeah. it marketed itself as being antibacterial, yeah. was the only soap that could be used. That's all you guys had? Only Dial Bar okay. Soap. Dial Bar Soap. That was it. When I went to a friend's house Uh-oh. for an overnight. They had zest, and you went home. You were like, I don't feel good. My, t- my tummy hurts. I got to go home. Why? Because you don't have dial. No, no, I thought that I was the opposite. I didn't believe that. I could I could see through the marketing even as a child. Okay. I did not believe my parents that dial was the only soap that would get you clean. And then I would go to people's houses that had zest or even more appealing than zest, 
Irish Irish spring. spring. Guess what? Ninety nine point forty four percent pure soap. Yes. Or pure something. Wait, well, I thought pure that was chemicals. ivory. Oh, maybe it is. Irish. Yeah, it's ivory. I'm sorry. Yes, Irish Spring was a delight with the green splotchy. Yes, and the scents. And the yes. My parents only ever got Dial, and Dial just smelled like soap. There was no scentiness to it. No, it was antibacterial. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so, to this day, there's something in my mind. We don't use bar soap around Why here. Why don't we have Irish Spring I don't in our know. home? We could. We that should have we should have it like a decorative soap that no one gets to use. It's just there. Listen, a couple of years ago, and by a couple, oh, I'm of, listening. This is, this is maybe more than a decade ago. You, sir, decided you, Daryl, <laughs> disgruntled Daryl, decided the only soap that mm-hmm. you wanted to bathe your body in is Doctor Bronner's. That's right, because of the, the all one and the one all for world peace. <laughs> because when you're in the shower, if you want something to read. Because you're a waffle stomper in the shower and you had to have something to read. That's code for pooping in the shower. I've never done that. No. Um, there's a lot to read on the Bronner's label, especially if you get the the half-gallon jug of it. Yeah, then it, then you can actually the see the text with your old <laughs> eyes. You love Dr. Bronner's because I do. you do believe it is a good... It's a pure Castile pure soap. Castile soap experience. What do you mean? I believe it is. It is. How dare you question <laughs> the, the audacity of you? Of course, it's pure Castile soap. They're freaking monitored by the FDA more than the TV dinners we eat every night. I thought you were going to say they're monitored by the FDI. Them too. FBI, FDA, they're all F. The lettered agencies. They're all a bunch of efforts. Yes, they do. They do. They were quite upset. In fact, they were disgruntled yeah. by him. Okay. He preached a message they didn't know how to digest. Yeah. And that's what got him on their watch list. That's why he's dead now. Yeah. All right. That's a serial killer. Great. Okay. MK Ultra. Let's talk MK about MK Ultra Clean. <laughs> That was good. I liked that. That was good. I feel like you should make that a a sound bite that we can attach to our phones for a ringtone and different things. That's what you want your ringtone. I'd like you to do that. Yes, MK Ultra Clean. (laughs) Very aggressively. Very aggressively. All right, let's do some watch of the watch, read, listen lifestyle. You, you yourself were able to watch a number of things this week. Watched a few things. Talk about it. I watched, it took two nights. I got sleepy and and stopped it and went to something else and then finished it. Actually, there were a few nights in between, so it technically took like four nights, but only a night and a part of a night of participation. Sure. The math is confusing. But yeah. I watched Glass Onion on Netflix. This is Edward Norton. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig and a slew of other gifted, known actors, actresses, all of that. Um one, it's good. People should watch it. People have been watching it. Okay. It's highly rated on the Netflix scale of watchability. Right. At the same time, though I enjoyed it, at the end I was like, this is just Clue. Oh. It's, it's just Clue. Okay. Daniel Craig, honestly, is amazing in this. Okay. Daniel Craig is James Bond. For those who don't know the name 
connective quite yet. And mm-hmm. and to see somebody who can play James Bond turn around and play this character who is squirrely, he is the uh what what's the British detective Poirot or how do how do you pronounce it? P O I R Poirot. Poirot something. I don't know. I don't it in my head. I don't speak British English. <laughs> okay. Even in jest. I don't know. Uh-huh. Um whatever. It's it's it shows the diversity yeah. of this man's abilities. His range. His range. It's he he does a masterful job and and again I don't know names whoever the co is the the lady that he is working in this in conjunction with to solve the mystery. She does a great job. They play off of each other quite well. Honestly, Norton's an afterthought, which is very disappointing to me, because in the past, he's played some very powerful roles, and this felt like just, uh, my name's on the he was phoning on again. the billboard, I'm just here, and somebody pay me. You're a big Ed Norton stan. Okay. No, you don't like that, do you? Uh, not really. Not really. It makes it feel like I'm watching him shower with zest soap after a football game. He didn't even play. Why was he in the damn locker room anyway? You freaking weirdo. Um, but I, I do feel like the vast majority of Edward Norton movies that you've seen have they're they're good, good entertainment for you. They are. He's he is a, another one who's shown a lot of range and mm-hmm. ability. Just he didn't bring it to this okay. particular. Maybe he was like it's just Netflix. Who cares? <laughs> maybe maybe he's like yeah things anyway it is worth watching absolutely it's a good a good show you'll enjoy it and you may still it's okay to enjoy something and still be like yeah that could have been better we have an angry dog what's happening hey stop it neighbors are having some work done she gets all nerved up okay Something else you watched. I watched uh, Kaleidoscope. Yes, and that was more of a series, right? It's a limited series. Okay. Which means I have no idea how many episodes there are. This is a classic heist. You love a heist. I love a heist. Everybody loves a heist. I like a heist. It's uh, it's actually heists, mini heists within a major heist. Yeah. They have to... There's all kinds of noises going on in our home. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. I feel very the unprofessional. Ghosts are stirred up today. Something. Um, they have to complete a smaller heist in order to fund the bigger heist. And it's, I think, I could be misquoting here. I think as the story's told within the movie, it's like a seven-year layout oh, wow. to get to the major heist. That's a and long walk to Now, get they, they get a little Tarantino with it. Okay. And they throw episodes in out of order oh, and some of that. Okay. I'm not... That was cool when nobody would ever done it. Now yeah. it's like, hey, just just tell me the story. Yes. It's good, though. It's very enjoyable. Um, again, me being the person that knows no names, I was quite pleased to see both the guy who plays Gustavo Frain in um, Breaking, Bad. Breaking Bad and... Now I completely am forgetting. In A Knight's Tale, the, who's the bad guy? Count Arnado. No. I almost had it. Whatever. Whatever his name is. Um, he's in it. And he's a bad guy in this. He's a great bad guy. He's the perfect bad guy. He's a great bad guy. It's, it's enjoyable. You'll really like this, too. And it lasts longer than a movie. Because okay. it's a series. It is. Yes. Limited, though it may be. As limited as it may be. Speaking of the ghost... I'm limited. <laughs> so 
So a limited series works with out the intellect for you. of a child. That's what I am. Okay. Um, Speaking of the ghosts getting stirred up in our house, this has nothing to do with watching anything. Because you can't see ghosts. Right, exactly. Thank you for tracking with me. Um, the ghosts got stirred up enough to push me down the stairs this week. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even on the, the Satan side. No, it was not, not even on the bad oh, side. Oh, you lied to me. You told me it was the kitchen side, the bad I side. The side that periodically turns into a slide rather than stairs. No, I specifically... You weren't listening. I specifically said it wasn't even on the bad side. Yeah, that's not what she said, but I'm going to nod and act like it is. It doesn't matter what side it was on. I bruised up my knee real bad anyway. When I showed it to Nico, it literally stopped him in his tracks, which doesn't happen very often. It's true, and yet at the same time, it is a baby infant mind. (laughs) Yes. So last night, I was delighted to discover that on Netflix is one of my very favorite movies of all time, that I know every word, every beat of dialogue Mm, to. Yes. And that is the 1986, or was it 89? Probably 89, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Uh Comedy crime classic, The Burbs. The Burbs. Now I have to look and see. What, what year it came out? I frequently in the past have quoted lines from the Burbs to get you in the mood, as oh they say. Gosh. It works. It was. It's Tom Hanks. Sixty percent of the time, it works every time. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks, Carrie Fisher also is in it. Bruce Dern. Nineteen eighty nine. You were right. Yeah. Tom Hanks was a mere thirty three years old in nineteen. He was a baby. Yeah, I. This is one of those movies that I was just basically indoctrinated to love. I think I've even talked about this on Awesome Today, that my grandmother, being the wealthy retirees that they were. Yeah, they had a a VCR. They had a VCR and an HBO subscription. Yeah. And so my grandmother would uh, record movies off of HBO for us to watch. The Burbs was one of the few in the limited rotation of movies that we could watch at her house. And it... Looking back, I mean, we watched it a lot when I was a kid. There's a lot of grown-up language in it. Well, <laughs> Satan is good. Satan is your pal. I just, I started watching it last night. I was gonna, I knew I was going to fall asleep. You fell asleep pretty quickly. I watched some of it. I could just watch that movie over and over, and it never stops being delightful. Okay, you reminded me of a memory with your memory. Oh. Am I allowed to run a little bit? Let's do it. All right. When I was a young lad, not in Ireland, I had a friend. I, I grew up in a place where a lot of people had two first names, or they were called by their first and middle name. Yeah. Uh, some people would say, oh, like Joe Bob the Redneck, and the answer is yes, and I'm not ashamed of that. This guy's name was Tommy John. Not the underwear. Nobody called him TJ. It was Tommy John. You said the whole damn name, too, because if you just said Tommy, you might be talking to his dad. Oh. Who knew? Yeah. You had to say Tommy John. Kind of like John Kyle. Kind of like John Kyle, except Tommy John, which is two different names. True. Well, they were part of our, our very aggressive church movement. Okay. Of stomping out all things that they didn't agree with. Okay. Now... Tommy John's dad, Tom Sr., he was a good man. He was a good man. I don't think I didn't appreciate until I was an older adult what a good man he was. Yeah. Um, He was, I think he'd been a biker 
Okay. For a brief time. Um, and that, of course, disgruntled my mother. It was always a test, like, can I go to Tommy John's to spend the night? And then she'd have to shrivel and then reinflate again before the answer could be given. Okay. Um, at the time we knew them, he transitioned into being a firefighter, a very noble yes. frontline first responder type job. Yes. Good man. Good man. Um, he's trying to play the part he didn't believe. I don't think in, in reality he believed in a lot of the pearl clutching that was required for what we belong to. But he was trying to play his part. Okay. And so he would record usually – I don't know. I don't know if he recorded from television or if they rented movies and recorded them. But then in his period of time off, his, his however many hours of time off from the fire department, yeah, he would go through – and every time a curse word would be on the movie, he'd do something on the VCRs as he was illegally copying over yeah. whatever movie so that you didn't hear the curse word. Okay. And so I loved to go to Tommy John's house because we would get to watch movies that my mother would never have yeah. let me watch because he Tom Sr. had gone in and, and made it like PG-4, not just PG-13. He made it PG-4. That's and I great. appreciate Tom for that. I Tom, if you're that. out there and you know how radio and podcasts work and you caught this while it was live, thank you, bud. You're a good man. I love that story. Do you think he was like muting it on the one TV? Is it? I think, yeah, something, something VCR? very mechanical. Yes. Yeah. And there were a few instances where as we were watching, you could tell he'd Mm-hmm. pause, rewind, and had, he'd miss something. He had to go back and get it. Who knows the amount of dialogue he had to memorize <laughs> to anticipate it, to get it dubbed out. I don't know. The man put forth a Herculean effort. What a freaking hero. Yeah. Okay. Putting out fires and saving young minds <laughs> from foul language and <laughs> scenes where kissing went beyond just a peck. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. Romancing the Stone was one of the oh. movies that he edited for us. Nice. I had no idea until I was older <laughs> all, all the things that Tom had done. No, I like the idea that you had no idea like, yeah, the, yeah. the uh, raciness of various movies. Yes. It's like, well, you know, when I was in third grade <laughs> yeah. watching Romancing the Stone. People are like, wow, he was advanced. I was not. I was not advanced. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is hilarious and amazing. I like that I finally remembered that to share it with you. Yes. You know, we're, we're coming up on, in a few short months, our 25th wedding anniversary. Yes. And like... We've we, been married longer than any of our children have been alive. Yeah, that's right. We were married for a while. It's not a we, flex. <laughs> saying, kids. Our kids are old. How long have we been married this long? Well, and I think at some point we've kind of heard all the stories there are, and I've never heard that story, so yeah. I am delighted. It's a, it's a good one. I often wonder, my friend Tommy John went on to be a, uh, at one time, went on to be a, I believe, national karate champion. Whoa. Yeah. And then he designed underwear in his free time? I think so. I think he was like, as he was punching and kicking the hell out of somebody, he pulled on a foreign pair of underwear, which further distracted them. And then he, ah. I believe his finishing move was a kick or punch to the solar plexus, directly above above the underpants. Okay. Is that yes. the actual reason why you like Tommy John no. underwear so much? No. Although it probably plays in. There's probably a psychological connection. He was a good dude. I liked him. Okay. And his dad was a champion. All right. One last thing, one last note on the watching category is that finally Vikings Valhalla 
comes out. Season two. Season two. Finally. Comes out this coming week. I so. got okie doked into rewatching season one. Yeah. Which is good. I enjoyed it. I'm not angry about it. But they did okie doke me. They did. Netflix does this. Anytime. I, I think they're liars. Mm-hmm. Anytime a new season of something is getting ready to come out, they pretend like the last season oh, yeah. that came out is trending. Everybody. Yeah. Anybody who's cool has been watching this. And yeah. you're like, what? I watched that once. Is this a new season? Yeah. And they then you're, you. you're back into so it. So they can count that. 10 seconds of you going, wait a second, I already seen this as right. a view. Right. So, yes. Okay. Reading. Watch, read, listen, lifestyle reading. I've been mostly filling my mind with fluff this you week. You created it. You word. Watch, read, listen, lifestyle reading. Is that what you just said? So I was just like going back and re- refreshing the categories. Watch, okay. read, listen, lifestyle. So I'm saying okay. like now we're on and reading. And now we're on reading. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were trying to be like, we read twice in the same week. <laughs> I didn't understand. I've not been reading much of the heavy-duty um, intellectual variety That's lately. fine. You can't do that all the time. So I mentioned last week that I did a reread of Rainbow Rowell's Carry On. Well, the good news for me is that... In the time since that novel was published, I think in 2015 is when that came out. They came out with a new season. They tricked you into rereading the old season. I will happily reread it any time. And there have been two follow-up books, so you're partially right there. Wow. Um, But in the time since it's been published, there are now, I think, over 8,000 fanfics on... Holy majoli? uh On Archive of Our Own, the fanfic... Like that, I like to read. So I found a really cute one this week. What? Would you call the site? It's a fanfic website. Yes. What's the name of it? Archive of our own. Okay. Also known just... as AO3. Yeah. Oh, holy shit! It's got the. Oh yeah. The, are there hand signals too? Oh yes. Secret handshake. Uh, I can I can literally make a hand signal for AO3, and it looks like you're a gang member. I'm not a gang member. I don't advocate gang membership. Okay. Good. Thank you for clarifying. I don't want to be arrested. Okay. Oh, you just want to make it, like, publicly yeah. known. Yeah. I don't support gangs. Okay. Um, so, I've been reading... Nope. You're not Sorry. Here. I was like, except for chain gangs, criminals should have to break rocks and fix roads. I went a whole path on yeah. my own. You I didn't could, have to be involved, but you pulled yourself in. Because I could see. You don't realize that when you go... <laughs> In these other directions, there's like a change comes over your face, it does. And your eyes go off into it, space. It's no good for playing poker, I promise you that. <laughs> for sure. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I found some really cute ones that are teen audiences and up. That means they are not um, too racy. They were like PG 13 ish. You just brought the soap to the scrimmage. You didn't go into the shower. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I found a really cute one called Take On Me by a very prolific fanfic writer. Um, who goes by Basic Bathsheba. Great name. Isn't that so great? Man, I'm offended that I didn't think of that for myself. Right, exactly. Even though it doesn't apply. Um, that person, Basic Bathsheba, I don't know if it is a man or a woman, but they have written a prolific number of Simon Snow fanfics. And the one that I just read um, a couple of days ago is called Take On Me, and it's... And it's an alternate universe fanfic. Best kind. Are you familiar with this concept? I can imagine it. I'm not a. What do you think it is? Well, it's the same characters yes. 
in a a different way that things would have played out. Yes, thank you. I, I can. I'm a decent contextual comprehender. Are you? I am. Yes. You're laughing at me. No, am I, know. I not? You really are. You really are. You, you're good with the context. Please. And I give a lot of. I give a lot of leeway. Yeah. To whoever it is doing their thing, I'm I'm as as spiteful and angry as I can be at times. I'm honestly pretty non-judgmental for people who are passionate about what they do, yes. even if I wildly disagree with it. It's true. It's true. Um, so in this AU alternate universe, fic, look at y'all. Your an acronyms. Are you a member of the military? I don't know what's happening here. Yeah, I was a member of special forces mm-hmm. <laughs> fanfic readers. Um, in this particular one, the main characters, Simon and Baz, instead of being students at the magical boarding school Watford, they work at a bookstore in, um, oh my gosh, in Scotland, in... In Scotland? Edinburgh. Okay. Edinburgh? Edinburgh. I think it's Borough, but I could be wrong. Is it Edinburgh? Now I don't know. I and I'm not going to look like it up. Edinburgh, but I think it feels like people pronounce it Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Yeah. And it was really delightful. And I'll put a link in the show notes if anybody wants to go check it out. Again, it's there's no um, spiciness to there's it. There's one person who's interested. Who? I don't know who oh, it is. Okay. There's one. Okay. And so you should put it in the yeah. notes for just that one. That's all that matters. You're not catering to all the people all the time. Okay. Well, I'll One, one of the people, notes. some of the time... Is good enough. Indeed. Indeed. Um, and it was just like really cute. And I just, I don't know, I've just been craving the comfort food that is fanfic lately. So there's that. If you like fanfic. I am curious in this moment, how much fanfic have you either imagined or written about our marriage? Hmm? Alternate universe where my husband isn't all the names I'd call him? Mm-mm. Okay. Based on what you communicated with your eyes through Morse code, it's at least 17 stories that you've written. Okay. In Dis- my, disgruntled my secret AO3 account. Um, AOC? AO3? No, AO3. Get it right, bro. It's not a secret account. I've read it. <laughs> I wish I had come up with the name Basic Bathsheba. So. <laughs> That's a great name. Okay, listening. You, yourself, found a really... Oof. Are you ready to even yes. talk about this? Like, are you? Do you I need s- to, like... Gear up, warm up, limber up, loosen um, up. I probably need to stretch my hamstrings a little stretch bit. the hammies. The hammy. Don't want to pull a hammy. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to tell the full story of how I got here. That's fine. Let, I'm just going to turn the whole listen section over to you. Okay. Because this is a lot. <clears throat> well, you have a listen, don't you? Nope. I mean, okay. I do, but I'll save it for another day. Uh, no. It's today or never. Okay. I am the now or never man. Everyone yeah, knows this. That's true. Okay. As as I've mentioned, ad nauseum in the past, I oftentimes will listen to or have something going in the background while I do parts of my job that are somewhat assembly line-like, mm-hmm. um, very grindy, methodical things that I just, I just have to do. Yeah. Well, this go-around, I've, I've recently been doing some research into rifles. Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued. I I'm, may or may not ever purchase a rifle. I don't know. But they're they're interesting. Yeah. And as algorithms work on all the things, mm-hmm. you start to get content delivered. And so my first introduction to where I landed came through that content. This guy, this content creator, he had a, a 
presentation on some, honestly, some really good thought processes towards that. But that isn't what this is about. Right. It's just how I got there. Yes. This guy's name is Sean Ryan. Mm-hmm. He is. Uh, he was a Navy SEAL. Then he spent a brief amount of time working for Blackwater, which may or may not be a name that people remember. Then he was a CIA contractor for a bit. He's now a podcaster. And the reason why I wanted to include that part, um, we're all fully aware of whether we know somebody or not who this fits. We're all fully aware of people who have served in some context in the military or even as first responders who find themselves with some challenge, be it proper PTSD or just some other challenge of adapting out of a high adrenaline lifestyle into just regular ass humanity. Right. Sure. Yes. And Sean had those struggles for sure. And so much of his early content is around this. And I think so well done. I would encourage anybody who is experiencing this, be it themselves proper or a loved one to them. This is a very, approachable, comprehensible person who has spent a lot of time, especially in the the early, at least like one through 15 or 20 episode numbers that he's done on his podcast, which is wildly popular. Um, Well, he really does a great job of both what he would offer from his experience as well as guests that he's had on. And these are long form. It's like, Three hours is a short episode. These are long-form podcasts, but it's something that somebody struggling and feeling alone and and isolated could listen to and at least know, I'm not the only one. I'm not a weirdo. This is real stuff that I'm sorting through. So that's a resource, and that's great. Now, it was through him that I was first exposed to... Something I would not have remembered, though it happened in my lifetime. I was so busy with other stuff unrelated. I, it was like it struck a vague chord when I heard him reference the Blackwater Massacre. Mm-hmm. Blackwater was a, was a military contractor yes. or State Department contractor, more accurately. Um, and there was an event in 2007. They did private security. They did private security, but they contracted, most notably, they contracted with the State Department in Iraq mm-hmm. from the time that the Iraqi war kicked off after 9-11 and up through, I cannot remember if it's like all the way up through 2014-15 range. Since then, the company has been sold, and there are still companies doing the same things there and elsewhere in the world. But uh, from the standpoint of contracting for, uh, or with, rather, the State Department, they weren't there to be soldiers. Right. They were there to help safely transport State Department people, any important person that needed to get from a safe area to a dangerous area and back again, mm-hmm. they were they were the the presidential procession of cars. Right. They had a lead car, a trail car, armored with people armed, and then a armored car in the middle with the important people in it mm-hmm. doing. This is what they did every mm-hmm. day, and. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. So my, my first, like, again, it struck a vague chord with me in memory of the Blackwater Massacre. This was Raven 2-3, which was one of the Blackwater units. And there were four guys of that team who were involved in an incident. Now, in fairness, they were involved in hundreds of incidents at this time in 2007 that this particular thing occurred at that point in time there were over a hundred conflicts a day yeah for just this this type of operation mm -hmm. this is how chaotic yeah and just nuts that it was and all in the interim that this is going on with gunfire and yeah. ieds and car bombs and things there's also just Iraqi civilians walking around on the streets trying to live their lives with all of this happening in front of them. It's, right. There's no way we could imagine no. accurately what this was. And so they'd had this – the Raven 2-3 group had had, for them, honestly, a not that impressive encounter for all of the things that had been going on. And, there, yes, there were some shots fired. There were some things that had happened. They safely got – whoever the important person was that was being transported to and from the place and dealt with just the same bullshit that they dealt with day in, day out. Except that this one, for lack of a better term, had gone viral. Yeah. It hit U.S. news literally while they were back. They were still on shift. No different than a fireman would be or anyone else waiting for the next call. They were still on, on shift, on duty, but they'd managed to come back they were trying to grab a quick bite for dinner to eat just in case they were called back quickly. Right. And as they're in the, the mess hall and they're eating, they're seeing on CNN all this stuff start blowing up around this incident that they were just at. And they were like, what? I mean, so much more than that has ever happened here. Mm -hmm. Well, things, things spun up big. And ultimately, these guys were indicted. Then it was dismissed. Then they were reindicted. Then it went to trial. Then they were convicted. Then they went to jail. Then, ultimately, they received, after I think like six years in federal supermax prison, they were pardoned. It's a wild story. Yeah. Now, Sean does a great job of telling it on his podcast. It's a single episode that is five and a half 
Wow. Actually, it's closer to six hours long. Yeah. But he doesn't do, and he admits like his lead, his main piece of research came from an investigative reporter whose name is Gina Keating. Yes. So since watching, listening to this as I did things, I've gone back and I've I've listened through Gina Keating's 17-episode podcast, mm-hmm. which is titled Raven 2-3 or Raven 23 as you would read it. Presumption of guilt. Yes. You need to see this. You need to listen to this. And I thought so beautifully, Gina is admittedly, and will tell you up front, as she did in her conversation with Sean, she is a an absolute bleeding edge liberal, mm-hmm. which creates a really interesting crossover between, because typically you don't associate anybody that would stand on the hard liberal side with any type of... of heart towards something around a violence or gun sure. related incident. And yet she came in so maturely, mm-hmm. not being brainwashed, not becoming a hillbilly in the process. She came in and, and cast a different perspective as she looks. And one ultimately to say, wow, I, I can't comprehend this for me. I know that this type of person is necessary in the world, yeah. which is true. Yeah. And, Walks through this. She's honestly, she's a she's a major piece of why they were pardoned. Oh wow! Because of the work that she did, the connections that she had, looking at ultimately the miscarriage of justice mm. that occurred around these men. Mm-hmm. It is an absolutely riveting, powerful. It's not easy. Yeah. At times, you will feel desperately uncomfortable listening to it, regardless of where you stand. But I think this is a unbelievable podcast series if you want to watch or listen to sean ryan's as well that's great and fine gina keating does an astounding job with this she is elite in her presentation of this material okay thank you for giving us the rundown i will definitely link to this in the show notes will you listen to it yes okay I will. I absolutely will. I don't believe you. That didn't sound authentic, but I'll let it slide. I will listen to it. I'm fascinated by the story, and have this won't be the first miscarriage of justice mm-hmm. podcast that I've listened to for sure. Uh, but I'm very interested to hear. Plus, I always always love to hear quality investigative journalism, and the podcast it's world that. has so much of it. It's also. And I cannot remember, and it doesn't matter. I cannot remember the name of the company. Think again yeah. is the the overlord company that she's affiliated with. They or production in company. in production. They make it. They make it just like every other great, like Wind of Change or any other great series that you've listened to. They do a really good job of polishing, of giving you a little bit of a Hollywood experience, even though. This is true. This yes. is real. This is stuff that's happened. So they make it very approachable. And very listenable. Yes. It sounds like. Okay. Good deal. That's a good listen. It is a great listen. Someone. Stop talking and go listen to it. <laughs> Stop listening to us talk and go listen to it. <laughs> to it. Someone under the age of five who belongs in our family has uh, made his way down here. Hey, buddy, you got to go upstairs. This is the sound of angst <laughs> now stomping away in the distance. Lifestyle. Lifestyling. You should take something. I just talked a lot. You pick what you've got and then let me rest and recuperate. Yes, rest your voice, rest your mind. I've got to smoke a cigarette to get my lungs back. (laughs) I'm back into my fragrances. 
You love a fragrance. I do love a fragrance. And my friend Grace helped me start and build out a fragrance. <laughs> that was okay, yes. top tier dad material. That was top tier. Um, she helped me build out a spreadsheet, and I desperately want to get back into filling it out. Primarily because I do know there are plenty of fragrances that I have in sample form right now that I'm just, I'm not that into, I'm not using, but I want to track them so that someday yes. on down the road, I'm not like, hey, have I ever, yeah, so you're not so familiar, rebuying and retrying. Exactly, exactly. Um, so one fragrance I've been wearing this week that is not by any means an indie It's called scent. Coup d'etat. No. No? Mm-mm. That'd be a great scent name, though, wouldn't it? Probably it probably is. <laughs> um, this one is a, a mass-produced one for the fashion brand Zara. It's called Dracar Noir. No? You are supposed to be taking a break. I can't. Lean back and take a break while I say this. I can't not engage with slash interrupt you. I think it's been in the past year that the fashion brand Zara came out with their own line of fragrances. They're all like... I want to say they're either, they're all under $50. I can't remember if they're like 45 or 30 or something like that, but they're very reasonably priced and you get a big, yeah, value buy. You get a big bottle. Well, Zara's scent Red Temptation is supposed, I know, right? My (laughs) mind just went wild with the imagination. It's supposed to be a dupe for a very popular and very high-end fragrance called Baccarat Rouge 540. Baccarat Rouge 540 is $325 for 2.4 ounces. It's made from the blood of babies. Apparently so. It's uh, You can find it at Nordstrom and other high-end um, fragrance places. I've never smelled Baccarat Rouge myself. Um, well, not that you knew. You probably smelled it and blacked out because it was so delightful. So expensive. It yes. just knocks people out yes. around you. And yeah. that's the benefit of wearing Baccarat it's, Rouge This is the perfume of choice for bank robbers. Oh, yes. It's a good one. They just, yeah, they just throw it into the bank. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> like a Who needs a flashbang? Yes. I've got Baccarat Rouge. So... Red Temptation is supposed to be a dupe for it. I cannot testify to whether or not it is a similar scent. But you like it. I do like it, except, except, and this is... It smells like old mac and cheese on the after, on the base note. I mean, I would love that, (laughs) let's be honest. That is not a downside. Your kids couldn't stay off of you. They love a mac and cheese. Yes. No, I I ran into this problem with mass-produced perfumes, and... It like dances on the line of triggering a headache for me. It's like in yep. the after scent. Like when I first spray it on, I'm like, oh my gosh, this smells so good. But as the day goes on, and I can't say that it smells bad, but there's something that turns so chemically mm-hmm. about it for mm-hmm. me. So I am not a hundo It's the chemicals. P- it's the chemicals, in yes. fact. I'm not a hundo P sure if I'm going to continue with this. I would give it to our daughters who do both also love fragrances, but I do have to say this is more of a grown-up lady. A grown-ass woman. Okay, grown-ass woman is another way to say that. Um, it's not the youthful, um, more uh, fruity, clean. Yeah. Uh, Axe body spray. <laughs> It's not an ex-body spray, I yeah. promise you that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, I don't know. I have this whole bottle of it. I bought it for myself for Christmas. Um, so, I'm going to keep playing with it. I've certainly let it rest for a long time. I don't think that that's the issue. Rob a bank. <laughs> Just 
Put it to the test. Yes. Rob a bank. There we go. There we go. Um, You heard it here first, friends. If uh, all of Sorta Awesome's productions go quiet. It it won't. It'll change to Sorta Incarcerated. (laughs) We'll record live from Folsom Prison. (laughs) Just like my cousin Johnny Cash. That's right. We had an interesting conversation this week about what we would change our names to if we yeah. could change it to anything. What would you do? I want to see people's suggestions and why. Should we tell what ours were? Yes. You asked me this question, and it is one of those that is kind of fun to think about. I remember as a kid and a teenager, we would kind of toss around the idea, like, if you got to pick your own name, what mm-hmm. would you pick? And I hadn't really revisited that in a while. I did change my not really my whole name, but I changed what I go by mm-hmm. from Megan to Meg. Oh, that reminds me too. I was with AJ somewhere and I was picking up, I was doing it, filling out a form or doing something official where I had to say Megan instead of Meg. And AJ was like, Megan. Like, oh, I thought wow, it was, really? She was, no, but she was like, I thought it was Megan. And I was like, I can go either way on that, which for her, I mean, her first name being Eliza, it's spelled with an A. Mm-hmm. There is no, like, it, it's Eliza. She doesn't go by Eliza anymore. But, like, if anyone goes with Eliza or any variation of, it's really offensive to her. Yeah. So she was so sensitive. surprised that I was like, I don't care. I say Megan, but some, some people, people say, say Megan. Potato. My family of origin says Megan. And so I think it was surprising for her to hear me say, I say, Megan. Especially when I'm railing and screaming through the house i say maggie <laughs> yes you do that's true um that okay. probably blew the whole soundboard <laughs> i'm sorry i normalized the levels yes. before we publish um wait what was i gonna say okay so i have experienced you felt when i oh. yelled that just now you were like you have underwear in the drawer <laughs> just open the drawer and look because PTSD. Yes. I was texting with a friend of mine from high school this week who was referring to me like in a third person way and said, right. and used Megan Big instead test. of Meg. What? Man or woman? It was a friend, a woman mm. friend from high school. You stuttered there, was it? <laughs> I was I was like, do I to, need to go to jail? No, I was I will. trying to piece together everything. I'm a jealous man. But I was like, oh, this person's a Meg denier. <laughs> mm. A Meg denier. Anyway, we were toying, me and you were toying around with the idea of you could be anybody, mm-hmm. if you could change your name to anybody, anything. What? I can't talk now. If you, if you got to pick your name, if you, got to pick you your had name. to because you, you need yeah. a new secret identity. Right. What would you pick? So after some consideration, I went with Maggie Cash. Mm hmm. Maggie, because it it's not that far off from my actual name, and I wasn't feeling very inventive that day, I guess. But I also just like being called Maggie. It's a good it's name. It's my college nickname. It's a good name. Um, then Cash, because truly that really is my maternal grandmother's maiden name. I don't I, whether or not we're really related to Johnny Cash. I do not know, but the knows, facts right? are that Who her knows? maiden name was Cash. So for me, go ahead. I guess you should ask me. So hey, what did you pick? Kyle? And what did you pick? Well, thanks for asking. <laughs> I've been waiting. <laughs> You've been waiting through my whole story yes. and diatribe about names. I, I had no investment in the last name. In fact, so much so that I I didn't know what to pick. But I was I'm fine with cash. Mm-hmm. And if we're gonna in this new identity pretend like we're still married, yeah. 
it would be more convincing if we had the same last name. Right. So I'm fine with Cash. Um, I picked my dad's name. Yeah. I picked my dad's name, John Mack. Yep. was his name. He went by Mac. Mm-hmm. And I say went by because he's deceased now and yes. no longer responding when somebody <laughs> says Mac. Um, yeah, it's a great name. It served him well, and he was a good man. He served the name well. And so Mac Cash. That. I, would be, I would be Mac Cash or JMC. Yeah, I like that. For the initials of, of JMC Incorporated and Affiliates.gov. <laughs> Or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Now I can't use that because we've just announced it. So if we go on the run, Damn it. I've got to pick something else. Okay. Well, Maybe we are I'll definitely not going by the caches. Cash Mac John. I'll be something else. I'm not that creative. I'll have to just mash this around and make something. Yes. Okay. So that's, I don't even know how we got here because I was talking about fragrances, but you wanted to revisit one of your favorite mm, finds. Yeah. Yeah. We, we mentioned, uh, a handful of episodes back, the I was referencing most specifically beard oil. Uh, what what they call the one serum? Serum. Yeah, I'd never even heard of beard serum before. Like it sounds like you should drink it and it would make you grow a beard, but that's not what this is. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, Crimo, which I originally thought was a really old Italian company. It's not. It's oh. a U.S.-based company. It's relatively new. Okay. But what they do, actually, is a very good job of revisiting the old Italian barbershop sense and efficacy of product and things. And I guess I felt more important to bring this up because we would all give, probably initially, a pretty positive review to something for no other reason just because it's new for sure to us. I've continued to use it. It's a good product. Mm -hmm. It's a good product. It really is. And in terms of a value buy, Mm -hmm. this is something that you can find at Target. Theoretically, Walmart. I've not looked there Mm -hmm. online. They claim Walmart has it. I don't know. I know Target has it because I found it there. It's also Amazon. It's very easy to find. Crimo. And they make products for somebody who wants to have a beard and facial hair and things, but they also make a shaving cream, which I'd actually used years ago, which is a good and fine, perfectly useful, good smelling shaving cream. I think they have a line of colognes or EDTs or something that all affiliate. It's a good product line and it's a value buy. And I think people should experience it. So they do have EDTs. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Now you're calling me to the carpet, and I don't know for sure. I am only asking because I love the scent so much that if you yeah. do have it in a standalone scent, I would buy that for you. I I feel like if they don't have it at this point, and you were like the sole per- person that like emailed facial scent aligned tech support, and were like, "Hey, where's the EDT? <laughs> GD it." However you said it, they'd be like, thank God somebody asked. We've been waiting to make it. Now we have an excuse. Okay. I don't know. I, I think they've got something there. But even if they don't, just buy the beard oil and rub it on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah in all the right places. Okay. You made it weird. You're making it weird with the tone <laughs> of your voice. You went there first. <laughs> I just followed you. <laughs> Okay, something else that arrived for you this week at long last is what we might have found, maybe, as your sleep socks. This, just mm-hmm, again, mm-hmm. if you're new to Awesome Today, the 
question came up, a rose. What what can you wear on your feet at night if you're a sock wearer? Which, for the record, I am not. I'm course. not either. Why are you – you wear socks, like, around the clock in the winter. Have you ever been in my office? I know it's cold in there. I understand that. Why are you yeah. getting mad at me? Because I feel like you're casting aspersion on my name. By nature, yeah. by design, okay. by divine intervention, mm-hmm. I am not – a sock wearer. Mm-hmm. I do wear socks in my office because my office is on the west side of the house, which means during working hours, during the winter, it's double upside down exclamation point effing cold in there. Mm-hmm. And if we turn the heater up in this hundred year old house high enough to warm up my office, then the upstairs makes a sauna look like the Arctic. Mm-hmm. It's just. It's terrible. It's okay. terrible. So I'm not a sock wearer. But you don't sleep in your office. Well, now that's up for... <laughs> or actually, I have a few times. You don't go to bed for the night. I don't go office. to bed for the night in my office. And so you usually. have been looking for a pair of socks to keep your corpse feet cool, but, warm. Yes, only on, only on the most extreme of nights. Oklahoma is really challenging because nothing's consistent. No, here. it's like what fifty degrees right now. Fifty five. Fifty five. And sunny. And a few short days ago, it was almost. Well, it was four degrees, and well, it wasn't a few short days ago. At night, it gets in the winter. It can be blisteringly cold, or it can be fine. And the older your house is, the less insulated all of that. And I mean, it was twenty eight degrees overnight. And fair enough. Thing. Fair enough. So, I don't want to wear socks ever, and I definitely don't want to wear them to bed because I hate socks. They strangle your ankles, they they make your feet sweaty, and then when the sweat gets cold, it's even worse than just being cold. It's a real struggle. Yes. Sally Struthers started mm-hmm. something towards this, but then she went back to the sad dogs. Yeah, yeah. It's a real thing. Um, someone suggested to you... I'm guessing. You found them on your own. Yep. Look at you, you little research. Here's how it played out. Um, Don't get butt hurt. Baby. Here's how it played out. I didn't want to, I didn't want to research it. Yeah. And you people who live with me that call yourselves my family. Yeah. Around the Christmas time of year, you're all like, what do you want for Christmas? And usually I'm like, I don't know. But I said this time, um, I'd like some sleep socks. I said it in a question format. I'd like, I'd like some sleep socks. Mm-hmm. Nobody followed up with this. I got you regular socks. You got me regular socks, not sleep socks. You made it sound like if you search for sleep socks, nothing shows up on the search results. <laughs> I didn't believe that. And I went and did myself. And what came up? What's the Barefoot Dreams socks, in fact, available at Amazon. They didn't have to ship them in from Uzbekistan or anything else. It was really easy. And we ordered a pair. They're $20 a pair. They so, are. I mean, Barefoot Dreams is known as being a you know, more luxury style wow. brand. What, did you think I wanted something that wasn't luxury? No, I didn't know what it was. <laughs> you didn't. You're like, Here's the, you're like, I need something that's not going to constrict my yeah. ankles while I'm sleeping. And I don't know what here's to do the, with that. Here's the hurdy truth. You didn't give a shit. <laughs> 
Honestly, I just Honestly, <laughs> you didn't give a shit. Listen, listen. Listen. To me. Listen. To listen. Me. I have Somebody no else gave all the shits. There's no none of them left to give. <laughs> I have known you for a very I long time. I will not fight over shits to give. I've known you for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. Two things are true about you. You're picky and you're finicky. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, but I literally I literally found all the yellow bricks to pay for this road for you to find. I gave you the search terms, all the things. They were there. I didn't even look because I don't think that is. You didn't. That's the truest thing you've said today. I didn't even look. Oh, I feel so vindicated and at the same time not seen. Yep. You should cough to try to distract from this violently ugly truth. We're together because I, I love you. Otherwise, I'd be single. You, you canceled me years ago. No. Yeah. Listen, I did try to get you some sleep socks at Costco. Mm-mm. I got the Mm-mm. Costco merino wool ones. And then those, you're like, these are, those <laughs> weren't, these are too socky. They weren't sleep socks. You were like, where's the working man's socks? Working men sleep too, don't they? It was, it was a dumb effort. You knew it was. It was. You knew it. Yes. It was lazy. Same thing. Same thing. You knew it when you did it. Okay. Well, Hateful. we got the barefoot dream socks. Barefoot dream socks. I think at this point, because it took so damn long, we're now past the time where any sleep sock would go on my foot. I think, I think we're safely past the nighttime extremes well, in a breezy house where these will be necessary. Wildly optimistic of you because it's I'm January. Literally one of the most optimistic people you know. Mm-hmm. And I said people and not another word that you I wanted, wanted to. to say. Yeah. But but and it's a big but these are delightful mm-hmm. socks. They don't look manly. I my voice even cracked as I said mm-hmm. that. They don't look manly <laughs> They don't look manly at all, but these, my word, they are comfortable. There's no ankle restriction. They're wicking. So even if your foot might be like, hey, wait, it's it's a little warm in here. I'm on a sweat. It pulls it off there. It doesn't let the sweat freeze on your foot. These are, these are stunning socks. And in fairness, if, if you feel a bit butt puckered about the price, um, Sleep socks don't have to be washed every time you wear them. You can you can keep them relegated just to sleepy time. If you time. keep them just for sleepy time, when you sit up in the bed in the morning, the first thing you do is fart, because most people do, and then take off your socks yeah. to preserve them from being fouled by the dirty <laughs> floor of your home, yes. then they could they might last a week. Yeah, in between washing. You don't have to own seven pair for seven right. nights or yes. seven, seven brides for seven, seven brothers. brothers. Yeah, Excellent. you can just have the one pair for seven nights. Maybe you need a second pair so that while the first pair is being washed, you don't have to go without. Yes. Excellent. You, you got all weird faced. Well, I was going to put my hair up in a bun and I thought I had a yeah, hair tie on my wrist, and you but went it was to, actually a bracelet. Yeah, you went to use then, a bracelet. Yeah, I got nothing. Okay. That's, that's a worthy face then. A couple more things. This one's big. I meant, yeah. Continuing on, I started last Monday doing Adrian with Yoga's 30 Days of Yoga. Who, what? Adrian, no. Why did I say Adrian with Yoga? I don't know. That's why I was like, wait, 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 what? I I switched it. I was just going to see if you're listening. Uh And you are. Always. Painfully so. Yoga with Adrian. Yoga with Yoga. 
Adrian with Adrian. Or as Nico calls it, Yoda. Yoda. It's accurate. Adrian. You do yoga a little bit and you say shit out of order. <laughs> well, apparently, because I said Adrian with yoga. Yes. It's uh <laughs> it's a it's a what are the low impact workout. Mm-hmm. Except that it's desperately impactful in a yes. good way. And the thirty days of yoga challenge being thirty consecutive days of yoga in the month of January. Mm-hmm. Or Yoda. Or Yoda. I have done it consecutively each day. Mm -hmm. It has been fantastic. Every single day when you and I sit down to visit and debrief about the day, I... You talk about yoga. Insist on talking about the yoga practice of the day. Yeah. And you've been very gracious in listening to all of these discoveries I've been having. Can I be maybe more, more of a familiar than you're comfortable with and share it with people? I've mentioned in the past, my office is the epicenter of noise. It's the magic corner of the home where all noises, all things are heard. Mm-hmm. I hear you okay. when you do the, yo- yeah. the Yoda, mm-hmm. the yodeling, yogaling. And I've heard profanity come from the room. Sometimes it's hard. A few times. And ragged breathing and crazy things, which is... At the same time that it's fascinating because it's like, it's, just, it's just yoga. You've done yoga, you know. Yeah, but it it is uh, it is legit. I was telling you yesterday that in one of in my research for one of our uh, midlife episodes over on Crises. Awesome, no, oh, uh, talking about looking into perimenopause and especially like how to deal with the physical uh, symptoms like. Uh, night sweats, hot sweats, those types of things, but other physical issues. With day sweats. Day sweats, which I experience often. <laughs> Yoga comes up over and over mm-hmm. again as mm-hmm. being something really important for women in perimenopause to pursue. I just have found it to be so incredibly rewarding. Now, yesterday, there was a fair amount of cursing and also crazy mm-hmm. hysterical laughing. Yesterday was the ab focus yoga session. It was only 17 minutes long, and I thought I might die. But I did it, and I did curse a little. I'm not going to lie. It's true. It's fine. The one thing I wanted to say, and I I did share this with you, so this is rehashing the story for you. One of the yoga practices last week, I experienced something that I've heard other people talk about, but I've never practiced yoga consistently enough to Mm -hmm. experience. You crapped your pants. (laughs) I'm sure plenty of people have, but that was not me this time. Okay. Um, I, coming out of a pose and into another one, I started just crying. There was no high emotion around it. The pose that we had just completed, I was really proud of myself because it involved some flexibility and I was really excited to see what I could do. But in the moment that I started crying, nothing like felt like it triggered it. It was like right. my body just like, whoosh, just like tears just started coming out of my eyes. <laughs> My eyes are sweating. (laughs) I just had this really emotional response. So I told you about it, and I also told uh, my best friend, Catherine. Catherine has practiced. And the the Neighborhood Watch program, which was a little awkward. Yeah, it was awkward for all of us. They did it through an app, so I guess it's okay. (laughs) but. But I had told Catherine, Catherine's practiced yoga consistently on and off for years, and she and I had talked about it, and then she sent me this thing that she found about uh, how certain poses can release trauma in your body and Mm. cause these emotional responses. So she didn't write this, but she found something um, 
online and sent it to me. Why do hip openers release emotions and hip opener poses in yoga? Mm. Because of the mind-body connection, we are able to release emotional and energetic constriction through moving and releasing physical constriction in the body. By exploring these hip opening yoga poses, we start to release all that no longer serves us. That's nice. So I thought that was really good and very interesting. And I'm really loving it. I'm so thankful for Adrienne and what she creates and teaches and provides for people. And I can't wait to update more along the way. Perfect. Yeah. I recently read a thing. Mm -hmm. Also, rehash for you, because I... I keep no secrets from you. Even the embarrassing ones, I, I tell you. Yeah, like, that's true. No, okay. not going to share it with yes. the other people, but you know. Yes. Um, I recently read a thing that suggested a, a perspective that disease mm. is dis-ease, yeah. is tension that we won't let go of in our bodies. Mm-hmm. And so from that perspective, anything towards healing would be anything that you do that would help release tension, which yoga absolutely does through repetitive flexing and relaxation of different muscle centers and things. And just, of course, you would have a weepy moment. There was something bound up that... You didn't even know. And then who knows how sick it could have made you. And listen, and this is no insult. I think you would agree with it. It ain't like this is high-level special forces yoga. No. It's It's very beginner approachable. beginner. That's why you picked it. Because you're like, hey, I need to do beginner stuff. Mm -hmm. And already, just just with this little bit... Yeah. It has, has unlocked some things Absolutely. for you. That's really has. wonderful. Thank you for saying that. Last thing I have in the notes, you may not know this because I don't think it's at an intersection that you travel often. I travel all the intersections all the time. Very near to our house. We have now opened. We haven't. We're not the operators of this. Uh, there's a brand new Chick-fil-A. Where is this? At the co- Well, I don't want to tell everyone where we live. Okay. It's it's near to the uh, Old Navy and Walmart. Walmart. I was pointing that direction. Nobody can see that. It doesn't reveal our location. It's that direction? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That way and this way just a little bit. Okay. It's so it's on, that, it's on that side? No. It, okay. So it's where the greenhouse used to be. Where the greenhouse used to be. Okay. Those yes. are the best redneck directions yes. ever. You go past where... Johnson's barn used to be before it burnt down, and then you turn left at the place where the boy hurt himself. That's exactly right. Okay. So it opened on Thursday. I haven't been there yet, but... Uh, Don't go. As you know, as any person who's ever been around a standalone Chick-fil-A knows, the traffic... Is stupid. And this this is an intersection that was already stupid traffic, and now we have a Chick-fil-A there. I have a Chick-fil-A story. Oh, let's hear it. I don't think I've told you this before. Okay. I was driving south on May. Okay. May Avenue. You know where the Chick-fil-A is over I there, right? I certainly do. South of 63rd, all that good stuff. Yeah. And at, in the lunch hour, yeah. it's it's problematically located for the kind of traffic that Chick-fil-A yes. is ever going to have. Yes. And so what you have at that area, which I didn't know because I 
it's like literally one of the first times I ever drove over there around the noon hour. Mm -hmm. What I didn't know is that all the northbound traffic who would have to turn across the southbound traffic to get there, that they're basically so focused on Chick-fil-A, they lose all sight of traffic laws. (laughs) It's bizarre. It's not, it's, that's anybody going to Chick-fil-A. It's like you get into a Chick-fil-A trance Yeah, and you forget how traffic flow works and how traffic laws work and common courtesy. So this is, this is a five lane road. It's, it's two lanes in either direction with a turn lane in the middle. And as I was coming, as I was coming south through there, and I thank God I was aware mm-hmm. and not oblivious. I saw it happening from a distance and slowed down, but somebody from the turn lane tried to force her way into the mm. the cross Chick-fil-A entry yeah. and line. And, of course, nothing in front of her is moving. And she ended up blocking both lanes of southbound traffic. On one of the busier streets. In May is a very busy thoroughfare. Mm-hmm. Now... Listen, I'm no saint. Mm-hmm. So I gave a little beep, beep on the horn. Did you do a thumbs down? I didn't. I didn't even get that far. I would have. Yeah. Except that after the initial beep, beep, she lost her ever-loving mind. Oh, she was raging on her steering wheel, beating it with both forearms and honking at the people in front of her as though they could move ahead <laughs> and weren't. That wasn't the case. They were stuck in the Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A <laughs> traffic. I don't know why it got all weird there. Yeah. Um, it was a hell of an experience. She and lost her religion what's trying the, to get into the Chick-fil-A What's the owner's life? name? Truett Cathy. Mr. Kathy. He's dead now, right? I don't know. Is he? I don't know. Whoever it is that owns it I don't even know now. if that's right or not. I don't think it's Truett. It could be. Oh, I think God. Kathy is semi-accurate. Um, my pleasure. Whatever. Did you see what I did there? Oh, I did. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Surely that's not what the chick flights. <laughs> It was. The chick flights. I don't think. Okay. You're it's right. Truett Kathy. He's, but he's dead, right? Yes. Okay. He died in 2014. So. Yeah, I thought it'd been I thought it'd been a beat. Yes. I don't think that's what anybody ever intended, except for the, all the franchisees who now are like, "Screw you! I'm making money for Jesus and chicken, or how whatever it is they say." Yes. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not them. Okay. But that was quite the experience, and that girl beat herself up so badly. I could, I didn't dare to give the thumbs down. She probably would have hurt herself if I'd done that. Well, I'm glad you didn't. I'm glad you used restraint. Yeah, I do my best. All right. I'm only inconsiderate when you're inconsiderate. Oh, okay. good, 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 good. You don't believe that? Uh, no. But okay. Well, how dare you? Hey, uh, how dare you? No. We'll put a poll up and let the people vote. <laughs> And when it comes through, because I've created a lot of new accounts and approved them and voted for myself, you can't argue with the results. You know I have nothing better to do with my time. That's I'll, true. I'll do that. That's true. I can see you creating a whole campaign. <laughs> can't eat lunch today. I'm busy trying to create all these accounts. All the Team Kyle accounts. Yes. All right. What should the people do if they're waiting in line at Chick-fil-A well, or otherwise? One, pick a different place to eat. Okay. Let's just be honest. Pick a different place. Yeah. Nobody's chicken is that much worse. Yeah. And you'll never have to be trapped and blocking off two lanes of traffic. Right. It's only if you can say no to that. Yes. And drugs, which yeah. I tell my daughters every morning when I drop them off. Say no to drugs. <laughs> they were like, 
F off, Dad. <laughs> um, so say no to drugs. Say no to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> this is what will allow you to have an awesome today, which you should do if you do nothing else. Have an awesome today, would you? What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.